0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Locally, it's been a lot going on. Joined by Joe O'Shea from Cork Bio and indeed occasional presenter of this program. A couple of things happening, Joe, I want to touch base first about this group that seemed to be gathering outside primary schools the principals of two schools have gone to the guards there have been some angry confrontations so far what is going on who are these people good morning joe
2: Good morning. Um, well, we know, we all know that there was big protests, well, 200 people outside the doyle on Wednesday, um, very ugly scenes outside the Doyle. Well, on Thursday, a group of people who are kind of loosely connected to that movement, shall we say, but they definitely including one person who was at the protest outside the Doyle on Wednesday, sort of hit a, a few schools around the south side in, in Cork City and basically... They were standing by school gates, trying to hand out leaflets to parents as they were going in and These are primary schools mm-hmm. and these leaflets um, and i don 't never we, we have a policy we don 't amplify their message mm-hmm. uh, but they're, they're, the leaflets basically contained information about sexual education uh, and um it made uh, claims one one principal who was who was involved said that there were um, graphic uh, graphic information and these leaflets certainly not suitable for you know kids little kids primary school kids going into school mm-hmm. and certainly not what what you want to see when you're a parent dropping your kids off to school in the morning you know I think it
1: is is that and um, Joe these documents claim that certain things are to be taught to your children inside the, yeah. Of the school
2: yeah Yeah, no, again, there was a a number of principals sort of sent um, messages, emails to to parents um, of kids explaining what happened, asking them to talk to their kids and kind of say, you know, obviously don't talk to these people, don't accept anything from them, uh, and asking parents to please not to interact with the, with these people and to, you know, to stay away from them if possible. Um, yeah, the, the, the information was also described as inaccurate. It's not been handed out by experts in ed- education. Let's put it that way, mm-hmm. you know. These mm-hmm. leaflets are um, sort of versions of leaflets that have been doing the rounds in the UK and the US, uh, all singing from the same hymn sheet, really um making wildly inaccurate claims in some cases about sexual uh, sex ed in primary schools certainly in Ireland um but it, that's really not the point of this you know um it's just part of a larger campaign that we've seen on court and we've covered in court extensively for well, going back to the the pandemic and the lockdowns. So this is sort of a continuation of this. Mm. What's upsetting for the parents is, and there were a number, there have been a number of confrontations because if you're a mum or a dad dropping your kid off in a busy school morning, you're going to work, for instance, and you're confronted by people who don't seem to have a lot else to do except stand outside schools, handing out leaflets. There's a possibility you're going to get upset about that. Mm -hmm. And there is the possibility that there will be there will be confrontations, you know. Some some parent might might lose the rag, you know. It's understandable, and nobody wants to see that outside a school gate.
1: Mm-hmm. You you speak in your piece at the weekend, Joe, of one confrontation in particular where a dad got hot hot in the head, as you would, and several other oh. parents intervened and said, "Look, let it go, let it go. It's not worth it."
2: Yeah, well, it was, I mean, it's it's happened a few because this is not isolated incidents, and these people are going from school to school to school. Uh, And it's been going on for quite some time. It's been going on. Also, they're loosely the same group have been going into chemists and shouting at young women working behind counters and chemists about vaccines as if a a, a lady working in a chemist in on the North Main Street has any any kind of influence on that public health policy in Ireland. It's just... And would there be a connection just, with the library uh, bothering incidents, Joe? Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, it's the same, again, a small group of people who do, who, who have been intimidating and very nastily intimidating people in, in our main public library. and managed to close down our main public library for the first time since the Black and Tans burnt out Cork City. You know, so it was the first time the library was forced to close. You know, in 100 100 more years, you know, it's it's, there's a there's a level of frustration out there amongst parents and teachers who who we've talked to that is, you know, they can't understand this. Sure. You want to make a political point? Fine. Why do you need to stand outside the primary school gates on a Monday morning when busy people are trying to just get their kids into school and start their week? You know, something we were always, I'm sure you you have kids, and as, as have I, Joe.
1: Yes. One thing we were always told, do not have an adult argument in front of children.
2: Yes, I mean, you know, and, and I think 99% of parents are, are going to do that and they'll just try and ignore it. But is it really something that we want to see in our in, 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 our, in our city? For, for working parents, you know? Is this, with everything else that's going on, with people struggling to pay bills, with everything that's going on, is this is this something that anybody wants to see at their school gate? Somebody, some person, individual, handing out leaflets about, with graphic information about sex, uh, sexual matters, mm. you know, with seven, eight, nine-year-olds walking past. It's ridiculous. There was an incident
1: in Douglas on Saturday evening, Joe. I, I'm sure as people were gathering to try and find a place to watch the match and, and get pizza for the match yeah. and stuff like that. It could have been very nasty. What happened?
2: It could have been very nasty indeed. And it was, it was a bizarre incident because we've been, we, we talked to people in the area. They said a number of people saw a car that looked in very bad condition altogether, driving very erratically around the village in Douglas. And the guardy in fairness, were very quickly on the scene. They tried to stop the car. They tried to intervene, pull the car over. The car was not stopping. Uh, and from what we understand, the gardie um, basically did a maneuver that forced the car to stop because it was, a, it was becoming escalating into a dangerous situation. 6 p.m. in the center of Douglas, as you said, people were gathering. They were getting ready to go to the match. The, all the bars around there were starting to fill up. This was not, you know, you didn't want a car driving at speed erratically around. There was um, it actually the car actually crashed into a bollard in front of the yeah. Four Star Pizza, yeah, here in uh, in Douglas, and a um, man in his twenties was arrested uh, and, and was detained for questioning.
1: Yeah, the car looks to be in, a, in an awful state. We don't know anything about the. Umpula. Yeah, he was released later, I think, in a file in the B- for the DPP and all those yes. things. Yes, yeah, yeah, if, he was. Yes, the yeah. investigation already, no, right. but yeah, yeah. One last one, John yeah go ahead, go ahead. No, you had something else there right <laughs> <laughs> well it's
2: just it's it's an unusual one because you know a lot of people saw this, and a lot of people filmed it on their phones as well because they just couldn't believe what they were seeing um because that car was in very bad condition it It seems to have been something that was driven off a scrapyard or something okay. but uh yeah, but the the, the, the youth was uh, was was released after questioning. Lastly,
1: the search continues for a man who seems to have vanished into thin air, Kieran Quilligan.
2: They were searching a beach at the weekend. Yeah. I was down at the press conference, uh, on uh, unusually for a missing person, a Garda press conference in front of St. Finbarr's Cathedral there, uh, Sunday before last. Um, the... This is a very strange case. He went missing in St Finbar's Place on the night of 1st of September. CCTV cameras haven't gone into the small little tight area in the city centre, right by the St Finbar's Cathedral. Mm. But Gardy checked hours of, of CCTV video from all, all around the area. There's no record of him coming out, so to speak. This is the so little lane the pa- up the side of the cathedral, yeah. well, steps.
1: Uh, he goes the steps. Yeah, side. the little steps. Yeah,
2: yeah. He
1: was in one side it's, it's, and he doesn't it's, come it's, out the other. G-
2: yeah, exactly. It's bizarre. Um, it's very strange. And the Gardaí had conducted major searches around that area. Now, for yesterday, for the third day, and in terrible conditions, they were searching Little Island, and there was a large guard search team. There was uh, around the Quartel industrial estate in at the northeast end of Little Island. People will know it. They were down on the foreshore as well, around kind of old farm buildings and laneways. There was a, a canine unit uh, from civil defense the Coast Guard unit. Um, so, again, and we, we understand that's, that search will be continuing again this morning uh, because that is the strongest information that they've had so far about Kieran Quilligan. Yeah, and searching down that part of Little Island, there's
1: a beach down there, a well, tidal area, whatever. Joe, thank you yeah. for the updates on all those local stories that happened over the weekend. Kieran Quilligan is a mystery total mystery as Joe put it very well there he, the, if you know the place I'm sure you do if you know the cathedral the cathedral there he, there's a steps up the side of it that brings you up actually up toward the chorister's house up in Dean Street and he is seen on CCTV going up that alleyway but he's not seen coming out of it and he hasn't been seen since and the guards went through hours and hours and hours of CCTV And there was no sign of him. So he literally walks into this small little laneway. You know it well. And he's never seen again. He's 47. Uh, The guards say they're very concerned for his safety. He was reported missing by the Simon community on the 4th of September. it's ongoing. Corks 96 FM
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.